Welcome back to Dating Tales and Mating Fails. I am alone hosting today. I am your host, Trace. Your lone host today, Trace. And I am here with my good friend. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta say your name. All right, I'm Ben. Okay, my friend Ben. <laughs> <laughs> ben, how have you been, buddy? I've been good, man. It's been a fantastic day. Beautiful, absolutely. Not loud. Uh, hey, we definitely don't have a dog in my apartment today. <laughs> that is not the case. Uh, I'm not. This is not hey, hey. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um. This is not going to be an easy podcast, that's what not. I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> so anyway, we're just going to get into it. Uh, how old are you, Ben? I am 31. 31? Yes. And what do you do for a living? I teach music, I play music, I do everything with music. You do everything with music? Just about, yeah. What's a fun fact about yourself? What's something that, you know, we're just trying to loosen up this conversation. Oh, uh, fun fact about myself, I guess, I used to work in a psychotropic uh, healing temple. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, psychotropic emotional healing temple. So this is a place um, back in Hippie Town, USA, Colorado. And we would just kind of bring people who needed something. You know, whether that was like self-discovery or healing from trauma. Um, and pair them with a psychotropic that really opened them up to what they needed to do. And create a nice place where they could just say everything they needed to say, let everybody know, get support, and learn from those things. So, what is a psychotropic? Is that like... Psychotropics are, well, any of the psychedelics in that extended family. So, of course, there's like LSD. Were you giving people LSD? I mean, that was the tame side, yeah. The tame like, side? Yeah, like, we wouldn't mix things together. Like, um, for instance, one of the things was what? The chocolate, which was a mix between... Uh, psilocybin, ayahuasca, um, fucking, I don't remember what else. But, yeah, like, these, these were, they were wild. Did you guys do, did you guys have ibogaine treatments? I don't know what that is. Oh, shit. I don't know. Damn it. Okay, well, haven't hey. found that yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the night is young. It is, it is, man. That is wild. Like, really, I mean, I know that we're supposed to talk about dating <laughs> and, like, sex and all of that. Dude, it's really, a cool place. Yeah, but, like, I mean, the psychotropic temple is something I want to delve into. And we'll, we're going to we'll do that this. in the sequel. We'll do this in the next <laughs> one. God dang. Okay. <laughs> so, are you, Ben? Are you single? Are you taken? What's the, what's the deal, yo? I am currently single. Nice. Yeah. How long have you been single? Been single for uh, about a week. Oh, damn. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Just about. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, who's counting? But, so it's yeah. fresh. It's very fresh. How are you feeling? It's really fresh. Um, I feel good. You feel good? Yeah, I feel great. Do you, I hope she... Do you, how would she hear, feel if she hears this? Look, okay. My best way to end a relationship yes. is one where both people have tried their best. We feel good about the way that it's been. We feel good about the way that it's ending. We've discovered that, hey... There are parts of ourselves that are not actually compatible, and we know this. So let's treat it back, let's become the great friends that we can be, and do away with all the destructive parts of our relationship which are making us unhappy. And yeah. that's exactly what happened. So, it's good. 
That's fresh, bro. Yeah. I like that. It's nice. It's the, it's such a nice way of having a breakup because I've had those breakups where like, fuck, like you're breaking hearts or like your heart is just shattered to a million pieces and you think to yourself, oh God, why me? And then there's somebody out there who's solely pissed off at you and it's like, damn, man, it's a lot of drama. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a lot of shit I don't want to have to go through, but... Yeah, when it's mutual like that, it's it, nice. It can be a very beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent, man. No. So, I, you said she. So, are, are you? I take it you're straight. Or are you bi? I am straight as a board. Unfortunately, you're unfortunately. Yeah, man. You, you wish you liked the, you know, uh, let, the ham and eggs between the legs. Let me tell you, man. If if I was not even gay, if I was bi. My life would be so much easier because I have had so many great friendships with guys or it's just so easy and so smooth and it's just like, damn man, if I if only I was like sexually attracted to you, like this would be it. I'd be good. I mean I get what you're saying, but that's also the weird thing about it, where you're like, Oh, this is a bro, but like also maybe, but no. <laughs> well that's the thing, right? It's like it's not something that you can just unfortunately turn on or off, and it's like when, it, when you have a relationship with anybody, yes. it doesn't matter what, and it's just great, then you grow to really appreciate the beauty of that, right? Yes. No matter what it is. Sorry about that. I hope that, that didn't show up in the mic. Oh, you can always edit that out. I'm not going to. This is no edit. <laughs> See, this is, this is why you need me to edit out all of your shit. That's why I'm really just trying to, like... Pin you in to be my sound, oh, yeah, uh, I my you. sound coordinator. I have experience with this. I know, but you're leaving, <laughs> dude. You can send me files. That's true. So, you're straight, unfortunately. Yep. Are you monogamous? Are you poly? I mean, you're you're in, you're in a single season right now, really, when you think about it. Yeah. So right now I'm neither because right now I'm single. Yeah. Um, but in terms of my relationship history, it's all been monogamous except for kind of the last relationship. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I've experienced a little bit with Polly. So, yeah. As of right now, I honestly have no idea. The way I always go about it is I want to just figure out what works best with whoever it is I'm with. Yeah. You know? No, I feel that. I yeah. feel that. You say it's something that, uh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, well, and I, I think it's really about finding those people that you have connections with. Because when you connect with somebody, you can connect for a million reasons. So, and then somewhere in that, there's either like that potential for a monogamous or a poly relationship. Some yeah. people are looking for one, some people are looking for another. You know? I got being you. Being open to either. So no, you're fresh into a single season. Yeah. You're past the relationship. Mm -hmm. What are you looking to do right now? Well, like I said, you know, connect with people. Yeah, but like, are you trying to like connect with people? Look, it can mean anything. It can mean, mean any number of things. Um, yeah, you know, of course, having getting a chance to share in that beautiful physical. Yeah, absolutely. Though for me, I do really appreciate having a connection with a person. In addition to it, you know, like it's one thing meeting somebody for the first time and then. You know, having a night of crazy, wonderful sex. Yeah. But it's another thing entirely to be able to, like, have somebody that you're really looking forward to, like, seeing, hanging out with, doing stuff with, listening to, talking to, and then, like, connecting in that way. Because you build a whole day into it, and it's just fucking beautiful. I feel that. Yeah. 
Like, I get that, but also sometimes I just like to, you know. <laughs> heard, heard, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. You never just do that? You never just met somebody? I have. And like, yes, I have. Listen, I have nothing other than just like, I'm here, you're here, why don't we just be here Dude, inside each other? Absolutely, I have. And hey, some of those have been absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. No, I get it. Oh, yeah. But Look, like, I'm not also, saying I'm like open to it. Like, it is something that I'm 100% okay with. Hear that, ladies? <laughs> ben is up for literally anything. Oh, God. Anything you want except for men. He doesn't want men, right? <laughs> That's why. That's what he said. Man, we'll, we'll hang out. He's he'll hang out with a guy, but he won't he won't fuck you. Okay, I just want to make sure that they knew. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, I need a co-host here. <laughs> Otherwise, this just goes, I love men, just not in that way. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I'm just such a rude person. I know. I know. So, how many years have you been dating? Like, from when you first started dating or were seeking relationships? Yeah, let's see. Um, my first girlfriend I ever had was in eighth grade. So, like, how, how old were you in eighth grade? What, like 14, 15? No, like 13, 14. 13, 13 14? All yeah. right. So, whatever that age is. Of course, you know, when you're dating in middle school, it's like, you're kind of dating, you're kind of like... Not it's like kissing is like oh my gosh oh yeah dude did you hear that Ben and Samantha were uh, kissing at the football game dude it, it's big it's yeah. huge it was yeah. massive no, dude. I kissed my girlfriend for the first time after archery practice yeah, archery oh, practice hell yeah oh. psychotropic temple archery <laughs> what the fuck are you I am an ancient monk yeah, in a poly relationship like. Oh, what other things? I mean, I, I just, I'm sorry, I have to bring this up. You're the guy that's going to be taking me to the nudist colony. I am the you, guy who's taking you to the nudist colony. Let's get great. into... How did you get into that? How did I get into that? I mean, hippie shit, you know? Like, it's... No! Yeah. You can't just say hippie shit and be like, you know, uh, hippies. It's, like, that's it, not that's a, exactly what it is, man. So how did you get into hippie shit? So, I got into hippie shit because I grew up in Boulder, Colorado. That is a home of the hippies, man. Okay. No matter where you go, like, as a hippie, if you're kind of brought up in, like, that sort of, like, classic hippie culture, you look for those places of intentional connection and nature and getting away from everything. And down here in Florida, it's hard as hell to find something like that. It's a concrete jungle, lots of city life, but, you know, we found that nudist colony because we're just looking for a place that, like, took a step back, you know, did drum circles by the bonfire, and there you go. And they were just in the buck. Oh, hell yeah. Can we, can we go a little bit into nudist colonies for a little bit? Yeah. I feel like this is on, on par with the podcast. Absolutely. Um... I was thinking about this. If I'm there and there's a voluptuous woman in front of me, mm -hmm. and you know, it goes, yeah. What do I do? Am I supposed to hide it? No. Just yes. continue the conversation. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, that's good. What do I need to expect while I'm there? It's probably gonna be like a lot of old dudes. Is what I'm expecting. It's a lot of everything, man. It's a lot of. Uh, it it really does depend on the time that you go so for instance you know if you go during a festival or like one of those retreats you get 
Well, especially, like, the there was a retreat a while ago that was specifically catered towards, like, 20s and 30s. So, there you go. You have that. But depending on the weekend, sometimes you have a whole bunch of people who are, like, there to party. Sometimes you have the, you know, the Fets, kink community coming in because there's a lot of overlap with that. That's hot. Yeah, that was great. Great people. And then sometimes you just have, like... The people who live there, families and all yeah. that. You know, it's, it can be a very... Wait, there's just people place. that live there? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They naked all the time? Yeah. How do there's... they... How do they... What? How do they make money? You know, I never asked them that. Are they just allowed to live there for free? No, no, no. I think that, like, they, they stay naked there, but they also, you know, go out into society and then come back. Some people just live there, you know, tend to the gardens, all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, I guess, like, there's workers there. Most of the people who work the place live there, though. Uh, I get yeah. that. Yeah. But I thought you meant, like, there's just, like, random people. Like, the guy could be, like, a lawyer down the street here. But, like, yeah, he lives in the nudist colony. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, these are people who are 100% in society. You know, like, they just want to find a place at home where they can get away from that. So, like, what, what am I to expect at this? So, when we first go in... It'll probably be around, I don't know, 6, 7 o'clock. Usually people are hanging out in the pool or the hot tub, getting to know each other a little bit, you know, just chilling, hanging out. Um, since this is just a bonfire night, it's not going to be too many things going on, you know? We could go chill out there, and then once a the bonfire hits, we're going to go. There's going to be a drum circle, naked dancing around the bonfire, people passing out, you know, jello shots and whatnot, you know. So it's going to be like, like adults. Yes. Okay, there's not going to be children, right? No. Like, there might be, like, one or two kid, like, who lives there, kind of, like, flitting through. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least it's going to be just, like, getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll See, forget about it. Again, you got to go there during a retreat because of the fact that, you know, during retreats you have workshops, you have yoga stuff. Um, last time I went, I jammed out with this guitarist naked in front of the pool all night with, like... Uh, poi balls and fire dancers all around. So that's a that's a good girl? time. Or was, huh? it a, was it a girl? No, it was a dude. Okay. It was great on the guitar though. That's awesome. Absolutely great on the guitar. It's a lot of fun. Is it is it easy to hook up at these things? You know, I haven't really tried. Really? Um, but I have had people come up to me, so I I would imagine so. Yeah. 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 Are there a lot of like be real with me right now? Okay. <laughs> okay. Percentage like ugly to attractive ratio. Dude, it depends, man. It depends on, average, on the day. What, what, what should I expect? A lot of uggos? A lot of old dick? I think that you find a pretty even mix of everything. See, I feel like that's just like a you don't want to tell me anything. No, for real, <laughs> though. Like, you have people, like, old people who live there and they're very free and comfortable in their expression. Um... You have people who are, like, you know, exploring the freedom of their physical selves. And it's really cool, actually, because you do have people who, like, might have some kinds of surgeries and whatnot, really trying to feel comfortable with their bodies. It's lovely. And, of course, you have a lot of very, very beautiful people. So that's... So it's not even because I just, like, want to have a stiffy the whole time. <laughs> I want to be clear about that. It's just, like, why be around ugly people? That's all I'm saying. Oh it's God. like, if I have the choice, <laughs> I'm going to choose beautiful people nine times out of ten. 
And the only reason the ugly people, they're like, they're rich, ugly people. <laughs> hey, all kinds of people have amazing personalities. Well, nobody's disagreeing there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all, all kinds of people can be beautiful. I mean, well, that's, that's what I realized, especially as a guy, though. Uh, like, as a guy, um, the mark for beauty is very different. Because, oh, yeah. I, okay, like, when, a, when guys are, you know, talking about like, what, women, what women they find attractive, there's usually, like, a consensus at a certain point. Yeah. But I, whenever I talk to girls about it, it's so specific. Oh, it is. And it varies from woman to woman. Oh, absolutely. You're not going to find two, like, that have the exact same, like, preferences. I mean, you, you will, but, like, you know what I'm saying? They're yeah, all yeah. different. So, it's always interesting delving into that side. That's why I was, like, interviewing the women on this, because you get a lot more insight into, like, the inner workings of how it can... Uh, how they see men differently, you yes. know, because most guys just come down to it and they're talking about how, oh, well, you know, it's on big tits, round ass, one of those two, pretty face in general, and then probably most guys like long hair, something like short. Yeah. But you don't get yeah. that much of variation. Well, the thing is that, like, guys are not the gatekeepers generally. You know what I mean? No, I'm because, like, no matter what, it's, okay, not no matter what, but generally it is women that guys are having to court and convince and, yes. you know, be a good potential mate for. It's yes. not usually the other way around. I'm with you. See, this is why I hate interviewing guys, because this is what it all goes down to. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we agree. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm like, this is the problem. It's like, I know, I know how this conversation's going to go right now. So <laughs> like, going down this path again. I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. I'm a bit of a dick. Uh, <laughs> If you had to guess, how many first dates do you think you've been on? How many first dates? Oh, good golly. Um, hell, I, I guess, I don't know, probably around 20. 20? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a solid number. Yeah. Like, and about, like, how many of those do you think turned into relationships? I, I mean, how do you define a relationship? Um, let's say... We'll, we'll do two levels. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Okay. As the, the secondary, but the, the, main, the first one I want you to answer is just like, you know, some sort of thing blossomed from it. Okay, I would say something blossomed from it, huh? Yeah. <sighs> okay, for something blossoming from it, I'd say like around, I don't know, 10. 10? Yeah. So like 50%. I'd say 50%. That's pretty yeah. solid. No, like something blossoming from it. I got it. I gotta make a disclaimer. Maybe something that's like, "Hey, we hang out a couple more times." Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, I think that's solid. Yeah. I think it's a good way to look at it. But um. But an actually, uh, girlfriend boyfriend though, like yeah. actual serious girlfriend boyfriends, I've had. Doesn't have to be serious. Okay. But it could be like casual, Three, day, like casual. Four, five. Say like five. Yeah, around five, maybe six. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you're, you're doing pretty well. Yeah, that in quarter. Yeah, at 25%, you're, you're, you're blossoming out at about 50. Like, it's pretty solid, man. I mean, and now is it mostly, though, the ones that don't, like, well, that they don't continue, is it mostly you that's deciding that or them? About half and half, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things, you know, like, when you're first meeting somebody, you do not really know who they are. 
like with all the online stuff, it's kind of sometimes you get a good glimpse of who the person is, but more often than not, it's just how they interact online. So well, you're not with somebody for the first time in person, and it's like, is there a spark? Yeah. Are we vibing off of each other? Can we, you know, go do things and have fun? Can we just like be here and have fun, just talking to one another? Because that's essential. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. It's like, how, how is there something there? You know, like I mean. One of my good friends, Jen, like, we met on Bumble, and then we realized we're just better as friends, and now we're just great friends, man. There we go. Yeah, and it takes, I mean, it takes a little bit of introspection and awareness to be able to, like, make that judgment call, but the fact that you're able to make that judgment call makes you such a happy person in the long run. No, dude, Ben, I 100% agree with you, man. (laughs) 100% agree with you. Okay, yeah, so, like, you've had, then, let's get back to it, Mm. six relationships right yeah like, around there. How, how do you meet these people most of the time most of the time that I've had relationships I would say four out of six were in person two out of six were like online so like four out of the six were like in the psychotropic temple <laughs> you got these girls drugged up and you're like hey I'm a hot guy <laughs> no 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 I, I ne- no that was that was a sacred place never did I cross that boundary over there no, did you them, ever did you ever fuck anybody there? No, really? but we had very look. There were opportunities, but yeah. no, like I think that especially when you're meeting somebody for the first time, and especially that first time, like I'm very big into like yeah, consent without anything there. And after that, look, if you want to play with the consent line after we've had that first consent, I'm fine with that. I'm with you. But the first time. So if I just like walked in and I was like, yo, if anybody wants to fuck me, that's a woman. So I'll be clear. I'm okay with that. Then like, I've already given consent before we start. You have, yes. So then we're good. I mean, look, if you walked in there and you said that, I, there, there's a possibility that we might have. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not me and you. We've made this clear, unfortunately. But in this hypothetical situation, you're a woman, right? Like that's no. I said, I said, two women. So oh, and okay. you said, unfortunately, you don't like the cock. No. I, luckily, I don't either. So um, we're both going after the same prey. <laughs> yes. But no. Um, yeah, four of them I've met in person, either like from uh, different places I've worked, different things that I've like studied at. I got you. Yeah. Like, what's your favorite way that you meet people? Honestly, in person. In person? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, online has a lot of barrier to it. It has a lot of minefields that are very random. And I feel like it's really hard to meet somebody that you would generally connect with online because of the fact that it's just so random with that. But if you meet somebody in person, it's like, oh, I feel you. Like, you are here doing the thing that you do. Yeah. And I dig that. I want more of that. Let's do that. No, I feel that, man. It's nice. Like, I'm not, like, I think that's probably 90% of the people that come on here say that. Like, everybody wants to meet somebody in person. Oh, yeah. Funny thing is, most people don't want to take that first step and say, how do you do? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's just, but that's, I think I've said that enough on here, all these, these rants. You guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, so, like... What, so what is your overall opinion then on the dating apps? Because like you prefer in person, so yeah. like when it comes down to the apps, I guess like which ones are you using first? Man, so I've been out of the dating world for 
about three years now. So I'm kind of figuring it out now. Like yeah. three years ago, Bumble was just becoming kind of a thing. Like it was mostly Tinder still back there. And I don't know, right now, I don't actually really enjoy Facebook dating. Um, it's a good one. Yeah, it's it nice. key slaps. Like Look, everybody I've met there has actually re- given me some good conversation. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. Absolutely. But honestly, my opinion about the like whole world of online dating is it's man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. I'm with you. I don't know. I think it does some really weird stuff to just dating in general. Um, I think it does some weird stuff for like girls we're trying to date. I think it does some weird stuff for guys we're trying to date. Everybody's kind of have to has to fit their personality into like the niche of the the app or the site. You know, have you noticed that that each thing has like a certain personality set when I mean, you go from place to place? In a way, yeah, but like. You have to try different things on different ones, and you have to see what, like, okay, so, like, Tinder is, well, first off, Tinder's a ghost yard. I think we've all, we can all agree to that right now. Uh, How do you mean? I just, like, don't get, like, I don't see anybody that's really done well on Tinder. Is that right? Yeah. Like, Bumble's kind of taken over its reign. And, like, also, like, pro tip, guys, get Bumble, uh, get Bumble lifetime memberships. Like, it's like 130 bucks, but like, it, you do the math, you have it for like a year, it's paid for itself. You get a girlfriend, get married, who gives a shit then? Oh, it's 130 bucks. Like, you don't have to like keep on repaying it. Just get the Bumble Lifetime membership. You're gonna thank me. You're gonna say, oh, Trace, thank you so much for that. You're gonna say, you're gonna say, Trace, I'm Ben, and I just want to say thank you. You're gonna say that to me. Am I gonna say that to you? Yeah, it's just I didn't so even know they it. had a lifetime membership. That's yeah, pretty. Oh, that's weird. Because I don't pay for them, but I was like, let me see how much like it is. And yeah. It said lifetime. I was like, you know, it was like a year was like a hundred bucks. So I was like, I could pay twenty more dollars and just like not. Let's just do yeah, that. Yeah, smart. That's good. The problem is though, like when you're actually looking for a relationship, you're like, I have a lifetime membership. <laughs> What's that say about me? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You're willing to do the work. That's yeah. what it says. Uh. Or something. <laughs> so how many people you fucked? Okay. <laughs> Alright, we're going right into that then how are, are we? Yeah, um, okay, I'll say it more tame. What's your body count? What's my body count? How many okay. people have you been inside? Or been inside you? Um, let's see. I'd say, oh god. Um, you know, both questions. Who, how many people have been on? Have you been inside? How many people have been inside you? All right, fine. So I have. All right, I guess we're gonna just dive into this. I've been inside. Um, I guess like sixteen, somewhere around there. And I thought that was gonna be a much higher number. The way that you were saying that made it seem like he. And on the other side, I have been plugged once. So I will count oh! as one person being inside of me. I was just making a yeah, joke. No, I know you were. <laughs> Fuck you for bringing that up, by the way. I, did, I, I forgot that you told me that. I'm going to throw something at you. <laughs> I did, me too. You dick. 
Uh, don't give me that. Ah, that's funny, though. So, like... Do you want to go into that? I kind of want to go into that. What do you want to know? How did that come to be? What? So, what, do you mean, like, the physical process... By which no, that, like, you don't just wake up and you're like, I want to be pegged. Like, no, you don't. No, you don't. It, it, there's, you have to be worked up to it, I take it. You're not it just is, like... It is a slow process. Okay. It is one where... It was one where um, this this ex first brought up that, oh, you know, this is such a great idea. You know, the male orgasm is never as great as when you have something up your ass. And she was like, trying to convince me into it, and I was like, I don't think so, no, I'm good. And she was like, but I really want to. And I was like, cool, cool story, awesome, good for you. Not gonna happen. And then, she... so holidays was a big deal for her. Yeah? Big deal, like her, like we would celebrate her birthday for like a week straight. That sounds terrible. It was, you know, it was fun. It, it was, she, it made it, it was really, really fun. I, okay. It was. <laughs> but, one year, she was like, hey, for, for my birthday this year, I want nothing more than the option to pay you. And I was like, I love you. And I am open to a lot of things, and I have never done this. So... I guess there's a first time for everything. There's also a last time for everything, too, though. Because yeah. that was the most uncomfortable two hours I've ever had in my oh life. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Did you work your way up to it with butt plugs? That was what I had, was the pl- butt plug. She fucked you with a butt she plug? She did not fuck me, no. Oh. She got it in. Look, I, it was a very, like... Hey, man. You it was a very... So nobody's been inside you. What? That has been inside me. I said nobody. Like she, like if she was wearing a, stra- was it a strap on? No, it was not. It was yeah, a butt plug. It was a butt plug. So like, your virgin, your asshole is technically virgin. It has had a. Like if a girl, if a girl uses. But a I don't know why I'm arguing against this. Ask I'm okay this. with this actually. Let me ask you this: If a girl fucks herself with a dildo, is she a virgin? And she's never had sex before. Is she still a virgin? Well, I mean, not technically, because technically the the hymen breaks, and that is the virginity. Right? Yeah, well, no, because the virginity is a penis being inside of your vagina. Uh, or, of your, of your I, vagina. I, I also say the butthole. I say the butthole also counts. I don't care what anybody else tells me. The poop hole loophole is bullshit. Like... <laughs> No, I agree. Like, That's if, a if step you, up. If you've been in the butt, then that is a virginity already given. Yep. Yes. Just not your vaginal. But anyway, back to what we were talking about. What? What? Were, what wait, which thing? Are we, are we past the butt stuff yet? No, we're still going into God the butt it. stuff. All right, what about it? <laughs> so, like, I mean, just like, okay, so personally for me, yeah. what I wanted to say was, like, I've had a rule... Where if I was to ever do anything like that, mm-hmm. if I was to ever have anything phallic, it would be a mold of my own penis. Because God. that's not gay. Because <laughs> it's my dick. Because it's your own dick. It's my dick inside me. Okay. It's weird. It is. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to argue with that. It is bizarre. Oh my God. But 
if it's even like just like a regular like you know just like bloop dildo so like that could still be somebody else's but if it's a mold of my penis it's the only way I'll do it <laughs> well so you would never take like a what about like a cucumber no because that's not even a penis at that point it's just a vegetable I, I get what you're saying <laughs> still like something else if it's just like my dick it's the only thing I want inside me if I'm gonna do it it's my own okay penis. I hear ya I hear ya like, <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> you guys can do whatever you want. Whatever makes you a little hard I'll happy. reel it back in. How about this? Okay, because I feel like you got very uncomfortable. Me, <laughs> <laughs> never. So, give me something a little bit more tender. Give me, like, a bad dating story. How about that? Bad dating story? I mean, yeah. look, I, I think, honestly, the worst dates are just... As a guy, I don't think we have the terrible dating story. My bad dating stories are just generally dates where I go, I meet this person, and, like, they don't have a thing to say to me for the full time that we're there. And it's like, all right, I'm good. I'm done. I'm oh. out. That's pretty much it. So you have no bad dates. Those are bad dates. That's a bit like funny ones. How about that? Humorous. Story-worthy. Give me something. We're on a podcast. Dude, I, I don't know what to tell it. Okay, if something happens that's like wild and humorous, it's a good date. So you have no dating stories? No. So we're just going to have to go into the fucking stories? Look, no. There are, hey, there are lots of questions. <laughs> there are lots of things we can talk about. We can. <laughs> oh, you're going to punish me for this, huh? I'm going to about it. <laughs> well, I'll be nice today. <laughs> So, then, we'll get past all that. Because apparently your dates are perfect. <laughs> You've never had anybody do anything bizarre. Like what? Like, show up not the person that they claim to be. You know, maybe had a face tattoo. Maybe something weird <laughs> that you really... Like, I don't know, man. Something. Give me something. What are these things that are happening to you, man? I... I, I just, the worst I have are just like boring dates with no chemistry. You suck. <laughs> anyway, what's your favorite pickup line or opening line? Like, what do you you go up to a girl, let's say in the bar, right? What do you say? If I go up to a girl in the bar, look, I want to do something that's personal. Like, hey, if I notice that she's loves to dance, I'm just gonna go up and say, hey, I love the way that you dance. Okay, what, like pickup line though. How about that? <laughs> that is how I do it. Look, I get to know the person, and that is how I do. It. I am very bad with pickup lines. See, I get it. You're a very, very nice guy, but you're still suave with it. You are a deadly combination. I am just a friendly guy. I have a genuine appreciation for people, and look, that gets me. That gets me places. That gets me far enough. I mean, you are a very handsome man. You're well, tall, you. you're fit, you're, you play music. <laughs> I feel like you should just be crushing the puss. Like, I feel like you should just be, like, knee-deep in it right now, dog. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta have an appreciation for, uh, I mean, look, I have an appreciation for those connections. Yeah. You also know? have a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you have... You have I have seen, seen it. Yeah, <laughs> seen it at this point. 
So hey, I mean, hey, thank you, thank you. I appreciate the uh, the marketing. Yeah, don't Not worry. That. <laughs> yeah, ladies, Ben has a huge cock. Look, so, if I ever get a business card, I'm just gonna go ahead and put that right. In yeah, the front. like if you want an Asian man with a big dick, yeah, he's breaking every stereotype. God. He's tall. He's extreme. Well, I guess handsome isn't like a. Like a <laughs> <laughs> See if you're okay with it, I feel like it's okay for me to say. So yeah, like, yeah you got that. You got you got an Asian friend. You got the Asian friend. Yeah, class. I could say that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like you can make fun of me for being Italian. There's <laughs> like, not really much to That's it. Right. It's like yeah, we we got past all of our stuff. We're just like yeah, we're white people now. <laughs> yeah, I love Italians. You guys make great food. I know, don't we? That's the best. We're actually the only white people that use seasoning. You know what? <laughs> Might be, might be right about that. <laughs> the Spanish, and I mean, you could maybe say Turkish. Yeah, that's more. That's more. I feel like. No, my backpack through. through I'm gonna get like, canceled. Oh, <laughs> 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 or I'm doing this and recording it. <laughs> no filter. Goddamn. Oh my god, this is good. Ooh. Okay. Like, what are like some of the better conversations? Let's get past that because okay. I just don't want to continue down this path of what we say is and isn't a white person. <laughs> what in this modern age? I don't see how that could go wrong. <laughs> yeah, <it's> just <laughs> a thirty-year-old white dude with a beard to say, you know, what race is what race. That's it's always great, isn't it? Oh, I can see your apology video just like ten years down the line. I'm so sorry. It was a different time. You don't understand. I made mistakes. I acknowledged it. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> oh man. So like on dating apps though, what are what are some of like the better conversations that you've had? Anything that's like stood out to you or like you know, when a girl really like grasps you on it, you know, like how do you open on it? How do they you like them to respond. Yeah, man. So, I get my fair share of, like, girls messaging me, me first, and then I'll, I get my fair share of, like, me messaging first as well. And the worst is when somebody just, like, hey. So and that, I, that's it. It's like, oh, Can I just say something, though? Yeah. Like, what a handsome guy thing to say. Like, yeah, you know, I just have a, the occasional, yeah, like, they message me, I message them, but there's so many dudes out there that are, like, I just need one match. <laughs> just somebody to talk to. Is that? And you're just out here, yeah, you know, they're messaging me a lot too, and I'm like, get away, girls. Well, look, if... Okay, first of all, I, I didn't realize... <clears throat> Apologies. <laughs> oh, no, the, not to me. The, no, not to, uh, to, the, to the potential... <clears throat> you know who you are. <laughs> God. Well, anyways... Um, and he did apologize. <laughs> My video will be forthcoming in the next uh, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, I mean, but I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like, my best conversations are ones where we're actually talking about ourselves, who we are, you know, like what we're interested in. Maybe somebody will pick out, like, I mean, okay, one time a girl picks out, like, a towel that was sitting next to me and was like, hey, I have the same towels. And I was like, oh, cool. And then we just started, like, chatting. That's awesome. Which is super cool because you start off just chill and relax. But then, you know, I love the ones where we, like, talk about our interests. And when then 
the talking about the interest gets into like, hey, you like this, I like this, let's go do this together. It's gonna be a, fun, a ton of fun. Gotcha. Yeah. That's my approach. Find that thing that you connect with and we can have fun with together. Yeah, my thing is just ignore everybody in life. Always be better than everyone. And it's gotten me this far. Dude, yeah. Look, if you can be the best at everything, that would be pretty, that would be an achievement. Oh, that's a terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it at all. Uh, man, we're just cranking through these, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> So, like, when you're on your dating app, you know, this is funny, this next one, because this is actually something that you asked me about today. How soon until you're comfortable being asked out or asking somebody out, like, on a dating app or in person? I'm honestly comfortable with them asking me out pretty much immediately, but I'm also, like, a large man. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't really have the worry of, like, somebody kidnapping me or anything like that, and it's like, hey... I get to meet somebody cool, do something that I love. Why not? Yeah. That's kind of what I do on an average night anyways. Yeah. But as far as when I feel comfortable asking somebody, it's, you know, I usually give a few days of conversation, two or three, just so that they can get to know me, know that, hey, I'm not creepy or anything like that. I'm not you. jumping in the gun. But then sometimes it just flows right into it. Yeah. You know, sometimes we're talking about like, yeah, did you share, you, you like that kind of food? You like sushi? I like sushi. Hey, have you checked out this place? What are you doing Saturday night? Yeah. You know? So it, it, it's honestly person to person. But three days. Three days? If I, if I had to give you a concrete answer for that, about three days. Is that in person or is that on dating apps? No, that's both? on dating apps. Okay. Um, in person, honestly, like I, all of my relationships I've had from in person, I've actually gotten to know them as friends first. Yeah, like, very rarely do you just, like, go up to a girl and you're like, we should go out. And she goes, yeah. But, like, <laughs> I had a relationship that was off one of those. It was really cool. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> very nice. It was. Oh, man. No, but, like, I get it, man. Like, it's just, for my whole thing, it's just, like, I don't want to waste time. If we're going to go see each other, if we're talking on that thing for over a week and I'm not seeing you... Mm-hmm. Fucking on to the next one, bro. Yeah, well, that's the thing about online dating is that there are so many, like, false starts. Yes. You know what I mean? There are so many times where you start talking to somebody, and it goes nowhere. And it's exhausting at a certain point. It's like, all right, I don't, ugh. Let's just, let's just skip this part. Let's get to the good part. No, I'm with you, man. So, like, when it comes down to it, like, what is your favorite thing about, like, being single? And, like, what's your favorite thing about dating? Yeah. Well, favorite thing about being single is, I guess, the space to be able to focus on yourself. Gotcha. You know? Because it's, it's, who I am in a relationship, I, I'm a, I'm a doer, I'm a giver. I like to, you know, take care of the people that I love and care about. And yeah, I like to sling that dick. I mean, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> I take care of them every way. Um, but yeah, like, who I'm in a relationship, you know, I, I definitely try my best to take care of him make sure that my partner is like as happy as possible yeah which is a lot of fun i really enjoy that but it also does sometimes not leave so much room for yourself you know that's one of the nice things about being single is you can focus inward and just ah, put yourself first yeah but you know dating is a beautiful thing having somebody that you can just share the most beautiful parts of life with be able to like create together 
to create something together. And I think you'll learn things about yourself, both being single and dating, that you can't in the other world. Being single, you learn how to be strong by yourself, self-sufficient. You learn how to be happy as a unit, as a singular unit. And that's so important, right? Because if you're not happy as a singular unit, nothing else can do that for you because you are always with yourself. Nothing else is ever with you, right? But then when you're dating somebody, you also learn how to share your life, which is a skill. Like, that's a huge skill that people do need to learn. Yeah. No, I'm with you 100%. Like, you can't be, I've always said, you can't be happy with somebody until you're happy being alone. Yeah. So, like, on the flip side of it, though, what are your least favorite things? Least favorite things? Mmm, let's see. See, that's tough for me because, okay, growing up, um, I didn't really, I wasn't really raised by my family, you know? No, I don't. <laughs> what do you mean, you know? Like, you can't just say that. Oh, okay. You so, can't be like, I wasn't raised by my family. You know how that happens. You know like, how that happens. No. Like, were you an orphan? No, not really. Did you have parents? Not really. Okay, so we moved from China. I was born in China, right? And I was one of those, like, oh. fresh, yeah, fresh off the boat immigrant. Oh. Absolutely. What's your job Yeah. Oh. Doing, uh, what's up? Okay, there you go. <laughs> We're gonna have to get a translator for this. I thing. know, right? That's cool. <laughs> but I'm one of those, um, yeah, fresh off the boat immigrants, and we came over to America. My my parents immediately divorced, and then like they were both trying to make their lives work. So I would get like shipped from one place to the next, back and forth, and they were like working all the time until I just kind of got dropped off at this person's trailer. He was yeah. his name was Neil. He was a baker, um, cool guy, big hiker. I'm really glad that he wasn't a pedophile because that could have been poorly. But he just like made sure that I was fed for I don't know. It was like fifth grade, fourth grade on until so, I uh, graduated high school. Oh, yeah. So yeah, well, I, you know how it happens where you're not really raised by your parents or your family. Did your parents? Where are your parents? Uh, my dad was like I don't know what he was doing. My mom like went off to China to try to start a tea business with this Armenian guy. Uh, Were your parents, like, take it separated? Oh, they divorced as soon as, like, we hit America. From, like, oh, when I was really? four years old. Oh, I guess yeah. we've never talked about your upbringing. Oh, that's right, we haven't. I don't think me and you have ever... No. Seen, like, are you okay with getting into that right sure. now? Like, yeah, the I'm very open. So you were just, like, basically dropped off with this dude. Like, how did, how did your parents find a random American man just to be like, yeah, I'll take a kid? Yeah, so, okay, like... So the way this happened is that, um, I think it was around fourth grade, my mom and I came over here to Colorado. She tried to start an ice cream business, which- We're in Colorado right now, just yeah. so you guys know. Sorry. And like, you know, it's funny, she's tried to start a lot of businesses that all ended up flopping, but um, we moved to Colorado and she was working at King Supers and tried to move back home with my dad, but yeah. the two of them had a very like, you know, not good relationship, physical abuse, that kind of stuff. So one night we left, and we crashed with one of my mom's coworkers. And then we ended up just, I ended up not like just crashing, just, I just ended up staying with him. And then the next year my mom went over to China to start a tea company with some And it was guys. just you and your mom at the time? Uh, it was me and my mom and then just me and Neil, yeah. So like, that's so interesting. Cause like, you know, the crazy thing is 
That's not the first time I've heard a similar story to that. Is that right? Yeah, like, I was, like, listening to this other time where this guy, uh, his parents, I forgot who it was, it might have been somebody famous or somebody I know, uh, but, like, when they came to the country, uh, when they were all supposed to go back to, you know, China, the the parents said, no, we're going back, or it was Korea, I think, Mm -hmm. it was like, we're going back, but you guys staying here mm-hmm. and the guy said oh it's on Shark Tank that's what it is oh, okay. and he's like that was the greatest gift that my parents ever gave me I agree seriously yeah. yeah no actually it's funny because of the fact that usually when I tell people this they're like oh no you weren't raised by your parents and I was like thank god I was not because they were it was not a good time with them like them leaving me here in America kind of just to be able to go about my business was the best thing for me in my life can I ask you, yeah. was that like, you know how like, people are like, oh, it's easy to adopt a child from China? Is that what they're talking about? Is that <laughs> racist to ask? I'm literally not, like, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, like, I need this answer. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't actually know why it was so easy before. Um, I know that a lot of Chinese children, I don't know, like, being a chi- like an Asian kid... It's one of those things that's like consistent from family to family, almost almost consistent, is yeah. that you have like a very different upbringing than like being an American, being a you know European kid. You yeah. have much more, you're much more controlled. You're much more like you have extremely high expectations for everything. And you know, I mean, in China, it's like not a big deal to like you know hit your children. Or to hit your wife. Yeah. Like, that's a part of the culture. You no, know? I, I, I minored in uh, Chinese, well, sorry, Mandarin, mm-hmm. and I majored in international business with a focus on China. I feel uh, like yeah, I got Chinese anybody. Great place for business. Yeah, I feel like anybody can understand this that's never been in the situation. <laughs> I'm the guy. <laughs> yeah, no, but. Um, yeah, there was a while where, like, China had too many kids. I don't think it's a problem anymore, though. Like, there was that one-child policy for a while. Yeah. And now China's like, oh, shit, we need, we need more yeah. children. Let me ask you, though. Is it, like, are you still, like, talking to Neil? Like, are you guys, yeah. like, is he, like, a father figure to you? Yeah, I mean, I still talk to all my parents. Um, past few years, I was, like, working on kind of repairing my relationship with my parents. Uh and yeah, Neil's just kind of always been a fixture in my life. I still go back and hike with him. That's so fascinating. Yeah, it's he was like, the first guy who taught me how to like ride a bike and you know how to hike up and down a mountain without dying. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, he just was like, "We're gonna just take this Chinese child and make him into a man." That's right. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Damn straight. That's awesome. Look at you now. Right, yeah. like not too shabby, not too bad. It's, it could be worked on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm working on it. <laughs> you're, you're doing all right. On it. But, uh, damn, like, I kind of want to go into this. Like, we're still talking about the dating. But, we like, need samples. Because, like, yeah, seriously, your life is fascinating. I mean, like, so is it because of him that you kind of got into the hippie lifestyle? Well, he was a very, uh, what's the word? He was a very clean hippie. So he was a nature lover to a T. But I don't know if I've ever seen him drink or like do anything with the psychedelics or anything like that. Um, My entry into the hippie world was actually through the world of music. Like I was a classical musician for a while. I played with symphonies and wedding quartets. And then 
for a while that I kind of got sick of it because it was so prescribed and it was the same thing every single time. So I kind of went out into like the electronic world and started making music with like drum circles and improvisers and then I started improvising with those people at the um, uh, Psychedelic Healing Temple and playing with EDM groups and that was like, that was it man. I remember one time I was, God I don't even know what the fuck I was tripping off, but I was playing this music that was just coming to me and it was in this room full of people who were just like lying down there like lost in the sound and this is going to sound like such a hippie thing but I could feel every person in there you know and I talked to all of them throughout the night I could feel the things that they had gone through and I was like pulling out parts of their story into this improvisation and I remember this like God, that was the most visceral night of music that I've ever created. Really? And that was it. That was that was the end. That it was, was like, like all right, from there. I, I have to explore this world. Because yeah. it, that was a thing that was missing. You know, the classical world is beautiful. It is the ivory tower of technique and musical complexity. But it's a lot of times very sterile, you know? It's like going to a museum and... Like, you see the great works of, um, I don't know, Van Gogh. And yeah. it's like, oh my God, that's beautiful. Yeah. But you're just looking at it. Versus this other kind of music where it's like, I don't know, you can go over to like the music of Van Gogh and you can just, well, it's not the music of Van Gogh, but you can go into like art and just drench yourself with it and throw yourself at a canvas and see what imprint that makes. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's for well I guess in the musical sense jazz you know yeah. where it's ever flowing it's yes and the you know what is it that they say um jazz is one person playing 10,000 chords for three people and rock and roll is one person playing uh three chords for 10,000 people yeah that's pretty much it yeah. that's really what it is <laughs> I know, I know musician jokes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So, like, what, what is the one thing that somebody can do that ensures a second date with Ben? One thing that somebody can do. I mean, honestly, like, I absolutely love when somebody can come in and just, like, bring that good positive energy to a date and, like, you know, be excited about hanging out together. You know, so for instance, one of my best dates have been with people who come in and like. Oh, they come in. Or the other way around. But, you know, they come <laughs> in and, you know, we should like, do that on a first date. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, we already covered this, right? We wait until, I mean, at least, like, third. <laughs> but they come in with, like, this great energy and they're excited to kind of share with me the things that they're interested in. It's like, yeah. I love having that from somebody because if somebody's excited about this thing, that makes me excited about it. It's like, okay, let's do this together. And like I said, man, I love getting to share and experiences with people. And that's, you know, sometimes somebody's like, oh, I love to cook. Or, hey, I love to just like cuddle and watch this movie. Have you seen this movie? I fucking love this movie. It doesn't matter what movie it is. Yeah. Because it's like, feeling that love from this person for that, it's like, okay, yeah, we gotta do that. You just like continue down. So like you just want to click. You want the like. I want to click. It doesn't even matter what you know. There needs to be a click. Yeah, you guys yeah. both like you know, Russian murder porn. Like 
That's one thing. <laughs> Somebody's like, yeah, that Russian murder porn. I'll be like, hey, I've never experienced that. Yeah. So, you know? Maybe that's my thing. Maybe. You yeah, know, never know. We'll, we'll save that for like a third date or something. But <laughs> Get us in the mood. Oh, man. So, like, how... I, so... How soon till you sleep with these people? It, like it could be people that you're pursuing and dating or just regular life how soon do you, do you like to wait do you just feel it and then go for it so I'm a gentleman um, I, I very much believe in trying to be a gentleman about things but very rarely are you a gentle man I mean, fair enough <laughs> <laughs> ladies how do you know that about me Anyways, what? what don't worry about it um, that was me in that wig <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. So, you know, I've had, I want to, again, I know that I am a guy in this world, in this dating world. Yeah. You know, I know what it, it's kind of like for women out there where like they feel like they're constantly being chased after. They're constantly being around these men who are bigger than they are, who have like 80 pounds on them, you know? Yeah. So my priority is, hey, make sure that. She's feeling safe. She's feeling respected. She's feeling good about this. That she wants it. Yeah. You know, and that could be. I mean, hey, that could be the first date. Sometimes it's a month in, and that's totally great because all the other connections they're there. You know. I'm with you. They make it good. But there's just something about Terrence and ass apart. Somebody that you barely know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just like go ahead and just like. Like, you're never going to see that person again. Yeah. And you're just like, I can do whatever I want. Look, hey. Like, and if, well, if, if she's looking for that, we're going to split you in two. I'm gonna go, you better call PETA because I'm about to murder that pussy. Stupid <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. jokes. <laughs> what, what's the funniest or like weirdest way you've slept with somebody or had them sleep with you? So, or gotten to go out with you? How about that? Well, okay. So the thing that comes first to mind is, I okay. I told you I never had sex with anybody from the psychedelic healing temple. There was one night where it was very very close. Okay. And it was again. It was one of those nights where I was playing music and. Um, Your long hair was flowing in the wind. It was a windy evening. You remember that? Look, it's always windy over there. It's a foothill. We have mountains. Oh right? my gosh! Yeah, of here. course. Look at you. You probably weren't wearing a shirt. You're probably wearing like linen you never, pants. You don't wear shirts in these things. You were wearing linen pants. You were. <laughs> what the hell? I didn't get all of this right. You got all of that. You actually nailed all of that. You know those Thai fisherman pants? Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's Hold exactly, on a second. That's exactly what I was Give me a second. You continue talking. Okay, so it was this night where I was playing music, and <laughs> Teresa's left the room. But I was playing music, right? And there was this girl that I connected to. Really, oh my god, yeah, those are pretty much the pants. These are the pants! Those are basically the pants. I, guys, I just pulled out a pair of pants that are the pants that he no, was No, 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 not quite, because mine have a cinch around the waist and they're purple. 
So not. <laughs> I am so good at get this. out of here. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Oh my god. I can tell. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I got. I gotta give you points for that one. <laughs> that was ridiculous. So yeah, it was this uh this girl that I had really connected to, and you know, like I was playing music all night, and she was always she was there that whole time, and. You know, at a certain point, like, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, everybody starts to go to bed, goes to sleep, and I was just like, alright, I'm gonna start packing things up, I'm gonna go ahead and just lay down in this bed, just relax, and she comes in, closes the door behind her, and comes in, just like, comes up next to me, and, you know, it was, it was a night of very lovely, heavy petting, and I, I gotta tell you, man, like, psychotropics really do change the way, like, everything feels. Yeah. Because, I mean, look, that night, it was nothing, like, she cuddled up and, like, you know, we were, you know, rubbing on each other. No, nobody can see what you're doing with That's, your hands. I know. Look, this I talk about my audio, hands problem. This is an audio medium. You can't <laughs> just wave your hands around and be like, you, you guys know what I'm talking media. about. Yeah, I'm sorry, no. do, do the thing where you make a circle with one hand and you put your finger in that it. That is not what I was doing. You much. know what I'm saying? But no, like, we were, like, cuddling with each other and petting each other and rubbing each other and all that kind of stuff. Did we you never, come? I, I did not. Did she? She came multiple times. Nice! And you dirty dog! Look, I mean, there's Ugh. a lot that you do before, you know, you have to get to that final base. But I remember, like, that she was just vibrating the entire night. Nice. And that was... That was, that was a great night. Must have been hot. That was great. That must have been was really a, hot. It was a great night. It, it was. You totally... You totally fucked her. Not that night. Nice dog. Oh my god. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Just fucking people at a psychotropic temple. Not at Ladies. a psychotropic temple. Ladies, <laughs> if you want a man of mystery with a huge cock, my friend Ben, you can email us. Look at it in the description. Send us an email. I'll get you his information. He's very attractive. And he speaks Mandarin. My <laughs> Mandarin is very rusty. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your most awkward sexual encounter that you've had? Oh, God. Okay, so this, I, know, I know this one. Yeah? Because this was... Um, yeah, this was a girlfriend that I had back in high school. And we... Humble brag, you're going to go into high school? Well, yeah. Humble brag. Alright, moving on. <laughs> so, cold evening, we were in the car, and it was after, of course, after a dance, as these things go, and it got late. Like, we were in the car for two and a half, three hours, like, parked in front of my, my home, yeah. and we lost, we totally lost track of time. And it was great, until the moment that we heard a knock on the window, and I was like, who the fuck is that? Do we need to move the car? And then the knock got louder. It got sound pissed. So we opened the door, and it was her dad. Shit. Her dad was livid. Absolutely. First of all, he didn't know that we were going out. But then secondly, was, this was like 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, were you that loud? No, we were just like out for that long. Like uh, 1 o'clock in the morning. Well, no, you weren't out. You were in front of her house. For no, that. out of, in, front of, in front of my house. <laughs> Oh, he came over to your house? He didn't even know that we were there. 
I don't know. He was probably like looking all over the place. So that was the worst because he was oh totally pissed, and I was just like, man, I felt so bad because yeah. I like she had a great relationship with her dad, and I was like, man, I hope I did not screw that up. So I, I hope that was worse. But no, they they bounced back. They were great. See, yeah. I once had this one. I probably told this on the podcast where I was hooking up with this cougar with one arm. And, uh, <laughs> this is, by the way, in case you were wondering, this is a real cougar, you know? Like, yeah. The one, the, not, one of those... not the, uh, you know, dating cop. No, 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 those, those big cats. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely a big cat. That, that's a woman that was, too. like, in her 40s. <laughs> not that. Uh, she had one arm. And uh, we were making out at, like, this, like, peewee baseball field at, like, one in the morning. And in the backseat of my car, she was completely in the buck. I was taking off my pants when I heard a knocking on the window. So I put on my, you know, pants and I roll it down. And I go, it's a police officer. And I go, oh, what can I help me with an officer? And he goes, what are you guys doing back here? <laughs> and I look at him and I look down at, you know, her and just a bra, me and just pants. <laughs> I look back up and I go, talking <laughs> he goes why do you guys have not have your shirts on and I look at him and I go it's a really hot conversation <laughs> just puts his hand in his face he's like yeah, just get the fuck out of here like it's <laughs> just like expecting to find like two kids in their teens to scare them off it's like a 20 year old dude with like a woman like it's like I, that must have been the most I was just one arm like yeah like, don't you guys have a freaking apartment by this point it's like, what are you guys doing with your lives like you gotta just go literally get a room I don't wanna do this anymore <laughs> I'm a cop <laughs> oh man let's see so we asked about your most awkward sexual encounter, right? Mm-hmm. So what are some of your kinks? Some of my kinks. Like bondage, anything like that? Yeah, man. All right. So have you ever taken the, the kink test? Elaborate. So there is a test, multiple tests online, where you can test where you are on the spectrum of all of the different kink categories. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, we need to get you to take this test at some point. But... Should we pause and take the test? We can, we can pause and take the test, How man. long does it take? It's, it's pretty fast. Okay, we are back. And we, uh, <laughs> I just took the kink test. And we're going to talk about how we each did on this test. We haven't learned about each other. I passed with flying colors. Oh, guys. yeah. Like, look at all that green. Look at this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I look so good here. So, for you... I take it like what are you because it's mostly you now we'll, we'll talk about me obviously because I just did this but sounds good I mean I have mine right here so I'm still figuring out all this stuff but I, I know that I'm dominant I I'm a dom I like to work with primal I like impact play um, been working on a little bit of rope work and tried a little bit of swinging which was fascinating yeah yeah so those are the things that I've dipped my toe in that's dope dude yeah Good for you. Yeah, thank you, sir. Yeah, I looked at what I had. What's an experimentalist? Just, you like to experiment about everything. You're just yeah, kind of okay. everything. That was my second highest next to degrader. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> degrader, experimentalist, 
sadist. Oh yeah, that's what you're gonna get into with Trace here. I mean, my favorite thing was always the primal, which was mm-hmm. right after that. It was mm-hmm. just like, you know, you're a hunter, you're going at it, you're just into that. That is like a lion going after just like a lioness just biting down. <laughs> into it. You know what I'm saying, dog? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking aggressive. So got a bit of a picture of it, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I really, I sometimes get into detail about these things. Uh on this podcast and they, they don't see it but like there's a lot of hip movement that goes oh into no it. that was, was like I got a whole physical demonstration there was yeah. a dance to it it was it was, there was it was nice you guys really missed out on I this but, uh, so I mean it's just kind of like it sounds like you're open to a lot though I am I'm open to a lot I at this point I know what I am very I know what I'm like into I know what I'm not into as well would you say you're, you too are an experimentalist? I would say I'm very open to a lot of things. But I also know that I am not a sub. That is something I know 100% No, I, I'm myself. not either. I wouldn't... Um, I know that I'm not, like... I'm not the one that wants to be tied up. You know? Like, yeah. So there are, there are those things where I've experimented with them a little bit. I've tried them. It's like, alright, I'm good. As Bloodhound Gang says, I can't be tied down with a girl that wants me tied up. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, uh, I can't it. Uh, so when it comes to you know all this kinky stuff, are you guys bringing toys into it? Why are you bringing toys into it? Yeah, toys are great. What are some of the toys that you really like to use? Um, well, my favorite one that I've experimented with uh, is called the Violet Wand. The Violet Wand. The Violet Wand. Yeah, look it up, man. It's great. Uh, so a lot of toys are very you know straight to the end zone. Violet Wand is something that allows you to administer a very like specific and controlled shock where Stop everyone... eating that! Oh man, I'm sorry, I keep on eating your plants. <laughs> Seriously. Because we don't have a dog here. <laughs> but it's, it's a fun thing to play with, especially you can play with um, sensitivity. I got you. The violent one. So like you put it over the nipple and whatnot? Absolutely. That's nice. Nipple, neck. Just uh, kind of like with go into the realms of like it reminds me of like hot wax. Like yeah. it's just like and it's the same thing. It's just a little different. Yeah, it's cleaner. Yeah, <laughs> there's no clean about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, the Zeus Violet Wand Kit. That's yeah, look. If you never play with it, I would highly recommend it. I can I, I borrow I, yours. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Gonna make a call. Maybe I'll be happy to get a try it this weekend. That's right. Do you really have one? Well, I don't know where... Maybe. I don't know if I brought it down. I'll have to you take a look. bitch. I know, right? So I was looking into... I teased you with that. I, I was looking into... Um, I was thinking about... A, was it the perineum? You know? The, oh, yeah. The tape? Because uh, like, I remember I was having sex with my girl, and we got like into experimenting with stuff, and she took a, a magic wand, and she put it on my tape. And I came harder than I ever had. Is that right? Oh, yeah. And so I was trying to find something. Actually, it is a thing. Like, vibrator on your perineum. You see, it's funny. I've never enjoyed anything on my perineum. And, you know, like, that's something I've, again, experimented with. And every single time, it's just like, yeah, this just feels like a very uncomfortable pressure for me. I think you're just not hitting it in the right place. Could be. That could very well be. Because, like, that's still your dick. Like, that's the thing. Like, you could feel it. Like, if you ever just, like take your dick from like tip 
and you just like feel it all the way down. Have you ever done that? And then you go past the balls. Don't know what that have. You should do it. Okay. And then you're like, oh, this is different than I thought it was. I will explore the remainders of my penis. Or maybe <laughs> I just have a, you know, a different dick than everybody else. I don't know. Yeah, both the Annie and the Audi. That's what I, yeah. It just keeps on. It's like the, the Energizer Bunny. It just keeps on going and going and going. <laughs> Oh man, so what is, um, so other than the, the, the Violet Wand, what else do you like to play with? So the Violet Wand's fun, um, I like, well, I got, I got my ropes, um. Ladies, he has ropes. I do have ropes. Um, paddles are fun. Paddles are fun. Paddles are great. Paddles are low-key slept on. Oh man, paddles are wonderful. Yeah, you keep on telling them, I'm gonna go find your dog right quick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, paddles are great, um. Let's see. What else do I have? I mean, those are most of it. Uh, sometimes, you know, it's nice to have some costumes as well. Costumes? Yeah, moving on past that. Like, uh, moving on past yeah, that? Yeah, moving on. You know, I gotta leave a little bit of intrigue for this. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interview. It's an inter what am I interviewing for? What? Good God. For your sex life. Oh, that yeah. way, if a woman ever... Stop getting in there. If a woman ever wants to know what you're into, you can just go, Oh, yeah, just uh, here's a podcast. You oh. go to one hour and 12 minutes in, and you'll hear about me talking about... Well, I'm not guys of the fact that you're a salesman, but yeah, this will basically tell any woman who's interested in me everything they need to know about me. Exactly. <laughs> Don't Fair you kind of want like a, a full-on guide for how to Fair enough. How, for somebody to win you over? That's what we're doing. We're making it so that like we can, you know, I can give this to women and be like, oh, you want to know about Ben? Well, here's everything you need to know, just like <laughs> in one single piece. Yeah, this is one of those uh, internet guides to dating Ben, huh? Exactly. There you go. Like, I think it's a solid plan. Look, I want to keep this in my back pocket. This will be very useful. I think it's going to be a very useful thing. I think people are going to be mad if they don't get interviewed for this because yeah. then they can just give it to people. Yeah, it's I mean, a win-win. Maybe I just like, send a link to the, on the, of this uh, to all my, my online dates. Yeah, honestly, that's not a bad <laughs> idea. Not a bad, look, I'll, I'll try. I'll get back to you. We'll see how it works. Like, I, I really hope it does well. That way you can tell me that and then I can be like, oh, guys, here's what you do. And then I get subscribers. There you go. It's a it's symbiotic. It is symbiotic. That's what we're doing, but we're all about spreading the love here on Dating Tales and Mating Fails. <laughs> and this is the Bro Down Hoedown tonight. Hell I got my boy Ben. He be jamming. He be Ben jamming. <laughs> so You've just been waiting to whip that one out, huh? I mean, I came up with that. <laughs> the moment I met you. <laughs> I was like, he's a musician, his name's Ben, I got this. <laughs> uh, so what are what are the things that get you going? What are the things that get me going? Um, just, you know, rev your engine. I mean, I gotta tell you, I do love I do love impact play. I love submissive girl. Um, I do like someone who's just submissive, but I also do like kind of like getting her to be submissive as well. A like, little bit of fight is good. Well, that is good. You're like training your women to be submissive? I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. No, I, I mean, it's look, it's, it's a fun... Listen, you're it's talking... A, it's a fun time. 
You're talking to the guy who is. Look, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at your test results is here. Degrading. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, why I do this podcast because my big kink is that. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, and I, I know that this is going to sound so like, oh, you're just saying this, but I'm I'm being completely honest here. The thing that gets me the most turned on is the girl being turned on. It really is. No, I think like, it's most guys. Yeah, I mean, like, I love that. Well, like, I love it when, like, the girl's having a great time. Let me ask you this. What? Sorry. No, go for it. Um, what can a girl do before sex to make you go, like, from zero to 100, like, that? Okay, so I do like it when a girl's a little bit more on the shy side, you know? Like, a little bit of cocashness, if she kind of, like... I don't know. So, for instance, if we're, like, walking, and she's, like, kind of just brushes up next to me a little bit, and kind of shyly moves like that, and it's like, I absolutely love that. If we're watching a movie, and she just kind of, like, cuddles in close to me, and, like, brushes up against me a little bit, like, I absolutely love that sort of shy, coquettish, again, coquettishness. Coquettish? Coquettishness, yeah, like, sort of bashful, playful... Say that word one more time. Coquettish. C-O-Q-U-E-T-T-I-S-H, I I believe it is. Okay, I thought you were saying cokehead. Cokehead. (laughs) No, let the record be clear. Not cokehead. Cokehead. Coquettishness. (laughs) You hear what I'm saying? It sounds like you're saying coquettishness. I I hear you, and I'm... Look, I'm grateful for the clarification. If this is going to be the... Guide to dating Ben, I do not want that to be a confusion. Coquettish is what I like. Okay. I just glad we clarified that. Well, I'm glad we clarified that. Because I had never seen a coquette that acted like that. <laughs> <laughs> what a bashful Yeah, they're in me. your face. No, absolutely. Oh my gosh. So like what is the thing that I think I'm talking so like is it like when you go up to a girl and, you know, you, like, I, I guess elaborate on why that makes that for you? Because it's kind of confusing to me personally. Like, if I went to kiss a girl and she, like, shied away, that wouldn't make me go, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so not shy away so much. But you know that thing that, you know, kind of girls do when they want to kiss you and they kind of bashfully, like, they look down, the hair falls in front of their eyes, and they kind of brush it back behind the ear and, like, look up at you. Like, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. not, it's not like they, they're, they're like, oh, no, no, don't kiss me. It's like, hey, you know, kiss me. But, you know, like, I'm not going to do I don't want to give permission yet. Yeah, like... But I yeah. want you to do it. Yeah. I got you. No, I feel you on that. So, like, what else can they do to just, like, really just like, bring you over the edge? Just make you, like... I just want to jump her bones right now. Man, I gotta say, like, yeah, um... To being coquettish? Oh, it's being cokehead. Uh, totally, 100% of the way. No. Um, Maybe I'm McDonald's after this, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> well, another one of those things is, uh... I don't know, I, like, I do like taking it a little bit slow into it, you know, like, again, I, I like, I have had first, um, just like, first date, jumping on each other, and those are awesome, actually, I really, really like that too, where like, 
you have this instant physical chemistry and there's this hunger. That's fantastic. But if I'm doing this like long-term relationship thing with somebody especially, you know, I like it if we're like kind of pushing each other to like wait a little bit until there's a real, I mean, there's a real hunger for you, it from you, the first date, but like having that real hunger for each other. You like the whole game of it, the give and the take. I do. The build up. Oh, absolutely. I get that, dude. Yeah. Like, I respect that. Now, do you watch porn? <laughs> do I watch porn? Um, yes, I do. Okay, like, what is, uh, what, what's your, what's your current flavor that you're into? Alright, so, I'm very conscious of, of, I try to be ethical in all things I do. Um, I heard from a pretty credible source that porn does have a little bit of a spotty world around it. So I've been watching, actually, mostly anime, animated porn. I feel that. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't do that, but I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I actually think I've only watched hentai like three times. Is that right? Like that's a like a, a handful of times in my life. Uh, it's just not my thing. I need to see dick going into pussy. Real dick. Huh? Yeah, like I, I don't watch lesbian porn. It's normally straight, and it's normally about some weird power dynamic. Mm. Yeah, that's my thing. That's why I like watching. Like, I mean, you know, I have a bull fetish. Like, be not being bull, but like. Being the bull. Being the bull. Yeah. Yes. And so, like, I, it's weird. Like, I watch, like, cock porn, but not for the view of the cock. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Uh, I'm open up a lot more than <laughs> I'm, I'm learning more yeah. about you right you now. You really are, man. This is nice. I do all that weird shit. Man. <laughs> I've watched clown porn. I know what I'm into. <laughs> like timid girls like get into like weird things that you're searching for on Pornhub you're just like ah what a girl that's just like extremely tall you're like I want a girl that's like let's see a video of a girl that just doesn't care about her life anymore and you can just like search for that and find it that's kind of insane a well, single like, mother <laughs> yeah no for real like you find anything that's kind of the crazy part about it it's like I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm I'm constantly trying to figure out like, is this like something that's good to be able to like, you know, explore sex and sexuality in like all those different ways, or is this like fucking with my brain? You know? Oh, it's a hundred percent fucking with your brain, dude. Right. Like, yeah. Like, I think we all realize that like porn mm -hmm. is fucked with all of us. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I try to like minimize that. I know. I just. I'm a very horny individual. <laughs> well, there you go. You gotta take care of that. I jerk off like three, four times a day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's me. Uh, what, what's your favorite position, like in porn and just like to perform yourself? Uh, let's see. Kind of the same with both. Is like doggy. Doggy. Uh, I love doggy, but actually, I gotta be more specific. Um, so. I love taking a girl in front of a mirror. Oh. And sure. have her bend over like a counter, hand one hand's around her neck, like one hand's around her waist, making her wash herself while we're going at it. That's such that a That is specifically my favorite position. I got that. 
I mean, it's holy shit. Control is power. God and damn. You know. Ben, goddamn, you're and, fucking hey, she, changing she the game. She to watch Ladies. herself absolutely. Ladies, get on his dick. <laughs> you, our, our email is in our description. Send us, you know, just like, come on. My man Ben can get it. Like, you know that. Like, listen to what he's saying right now. He knows how to fuck. Like, his name's Ben, and he likes to fuck. <laughs> Damn. And you got some specifics. I'll get you them. Yeah. So, like, do you do you like? Let me ask you this: Do you like cowgirl, reverse cowgirl, sixty-nine? Any of those? I like uh, cowgirl. I mean, I think you'll see her. You know, like reverse cowgirl is like. Okay. It's a it's a porn position. I yeah. feel like. No, it's it's like in real life. I'm like, you know, it's okay. But like, I love to I love to see her. And even when she's riding on top, at a certain point, I will take control. Oh yeah. You know, like no. I'll, I'd love to be able to, like grab her by the waist or like I you know push her down. I used to have this uh, very tiny girl that I was dating. And I'd always pull her down towards me, and then I'd just start jackhammering the shit out of her pussy. Yep. But like, let me ask you this, because like you said, doggy is your favorite position. Like, mm-hmm. why? Why is that? Like, because personally. For me, I can take it or leave it because a lot of the time, as you said, you don't get to see the person. That's true. It's a very solitary sex position. Well, okay, the thing about doggy is that, first of all, there are like a bunch of iterations of it. You know, you can have her laying just straight down, and that is a form of doggy. Of course, there's the one where like she's on her knees and that kind of stuff, so there's all these different positions. Also, a really nice butt. I gotta appreciate. Oh that. no! Listen, I get it. What if the girl has like just like a like a like the chef's kiss of an ass. Mm-hmm. When I was telling you about the girl that I, I dated earlier, that had the ass so fat you could see it from the front. Like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. If the ass is right, and like almost like you roll on it when you're fucking. <laughs> like you know what I'm talking about? Like the ass I, is so big that I, it's I, like I do, I do hear you. I like bubble butts. I, I, I really do, love I myself like, like a bubble nice bubble firm butt. bubble butt. But anyways, if you are okay, if you're thinking doggy is like just that one position where you don't get to see her, you gotta use your imagination because you can go up there. You can like again like. Grab her by the neck, or like turn her head around a little bit, just so that you can like lean over. And of course, I, I'm a tall guy, so I can do this. You know, I have the. You clearance. also have a massive cock. Like you have the guys, this dude's dick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. Anyways, <laughs> you are one of my friends who has seen it. Um, what was I talking about? Anyways, but yeah, like doggy. There's so much that you can do with it. And also, I just want to say, I like how you've seen mine and you have not returned to like, any of the scars. I haven't actually seen yours. I saw a bulge in his sweatpants. That is true. I haven't seen the, the actual penis. Do you want I to see actually it? Seen the actual Do you want to pause and I can show you my dick? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, we're back into it. He saw a picture of my dick. I it's have it open. Magnificent. It, it's a great dick. It, it's, right? it is a very lovely dick. Yeah. It's, it has like it's it's just above average in everything. Oh, it's beautiful. It's, great. it's, it's got great, great it's, length. It's got like just this nice sheen to it. Yeah. You know, the sheen is something I work on. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it's look, something that doesn't come natural. That's look, a little bit. You need a guy who like takes care of his penis. It's that's good. It shows that he has the, the maturity to take care of all of the things. Exactly. Well, I yeah. work him out like four times a day. <laughs> like you know, you have to be fierce with it. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got your workout schedule. Exactly. We have a weird friendship. We have a weird. We have a really 
friendship, dude. It's okay. <laughs> so when you are, you know, getting into it, yes. you know, you're you're getting started, you're going into like the foreplay. First off, when do you think foreplay actually starts? Is it when you start kissing, or do you think it's when you start exploring past kissing? I think it starts with the talking. Look, you can you can get a girl. You're right. You can absolutely soaking by just. But you can't talking. make her come. No, but you can turn her on so much that if she like rubs up against your legs, she can come. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like you can you can get her to the point where like a a touch will do the trick. I see what you're saying. So foreplay absolutely starts with a dirty talk. Okay, I'll give you that. The dirty talk's always good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a solid, guys, that's solid advice coming from Ben. Oh, yeah. No, for, for any guy out there, like, guys, stop focusing on putting the penis in the hole. That's a part of it, but there's a whole world you got to do. There's a whole world that you got to, and you got to learn to appreciate this world, you know? Like, you got to learn to have fun with it and, like, have a really great enjoyment of it and not think so much about just getting to that finish line, but just... Enjoy no, you, like, you have to get off to her getting off. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Absolutely. That's really what it comes down to, is if you can just, like, get her to come so fucking hard, like, and you get, oh, when you do that shit, man, it just gets me going. Not you, but, you know, so when I do that shit, oh, yeah. it's like, fuck, no, we about yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how long do you like foreplay to last? I mean, it really depends, you know? Like, sometimes, like, look, if you're, if you're busy, go for it. Just quickie. But, I mean... I mean, ideally. Ideally? Man, ideally. Especially, like, if we're, you know, like, really into it. Or if we're, like, really played it up and, you know, connecting and all that kind of stuff. Like, I... Look, we can have foreplay being lasting. Like... Okay, well, it depends on how you define foreplay. So, my general rule for me is have her come at least three times. That's, well, that's exactly it, right? Yeah. It's like, are you talking about foreplay being anything before the actual sex? I would say, I'm, that's what, you know, that's up to your interpretation. Let's say... If I'm going to interpret it that way, then I would say, like, yeah. in a good, like, look, I've had foreplay last, like, hours. Well, I mean, like, yeah, because if you're talking about just conversational foreplay... No, no, I'm talking about physical foreplay. Yeah, Like, okay. stuff around the sex, like, not even the sex. Like, okay, not, not hours. Like, an hour of foreplay, and, I mean, look, if she's, like, already come, like, five, six, seven times and she's already passed out, then at some point you're going to have to cross that finish line. Yeah. But, yeah, as a general rule, though, yeah, at yeah. least come, like... Twice, three times. Three times, that should be everybody. Especially the first time you fuck somebody. Make her come three times before you stick your dick in it. She won't care how big your dick is if you made her come three times before. Agreed. uh, We'll get in later with, uh, if you guys pay for the classes, I'll teach you how to do that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's going to be three payments of $199. And there's a P.O. box, just send it to the email. We'll get you the P.O. box, and we will go from there. Or the Venmo. <laughs> Three easy $200. Like, that'd be a good class. That'd be a good class. Yeah. yeah. The, you know, how to dick her right. Um, <laughs> so, how about this? So, then, when you're finally getting into it, like, what, for penetration, how long do you like that to last? I'd say I like that to last, like, four solid positions. 
so a decent amount of time in each position, kind of moving to different places. Like, you know, if we're talking time with penetration, yeah, we can like start off in the bedroom and I'll take her into the hall. And then of course, you know, I'll find a mirror. <laughs> Got you. What are, what are some, so like other than that move, what are some of your go-tos? I feel like every guy has their own little, like, show this a quad that they put into it, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if we're talking foreplay, um, you know, the girl's got to be into, you know, stuff and that kind of stuff. But, you know, you can have her, you can order a girl to step at the door, undress themselves, and give them just step-by-step directions. Detailed directions. Oh, absolutely. And have like them drop that. to the floor, crawl over to you. I dig that. And tell them exactly where they need to be lying. Yeah. And then, well, you start with the lips. And you kiss on the neck, down the shoulders. You gotta tease it. You gotta make her absolutely hunger for anything. And then you start going. God damn. Fingers, you got me wet saying that. All that stuff. You just got me wet. Yeah. <laughs> my pussy my is fucking frosted right now. <laughs> But we do have a weird friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's not even what I was like asking. I just let you go on. I meant mostly like sex positions. When oh you shit! You said four sex positions. Like I feel like every so like one of my moves that I have. Uh-huh. Uh Every once in a while I like to bust this out. When you first like go, she's like begging for you to put it in. Mm-hmm. Just the tip. And mm-hmm. you're just like, you don't, and you thrust just like, you know, that first little like inch, inch and a half that you got, you know, because you know you got like, you're packing meat behind the rest of that, mm-hmm. packing that fucking shmeat. And so you're hitting it, and that pussy's getting tight around it. And then finally, you just <laughs> all the way in, and just that look of, you get you get that experience twice when you you know when you first put go in like uh, that she has you get to have that two times when you're having sex with her and it's just like that's my favorite shit that noise uh, like you, get it, you know like her face uh, like oh yeah like that is we really need to wrap this up soon we're getting late into this um, we're almost done so you know what. I think we might have to call it right now. Guys. I mean, this is this has been a, a lot of quality information. This is we're, we've gotten deep into Ben's life. <laughs> ben, do you have anything that you want to plug? Um, no. Is there I'm anybody good. that you want to plug? Uh, no, I'm good right now. Look, oh. I'm I'm just out there meeting people, enjoying getting to know people. I got you, yeah. guys. If anybody wants to, um. Get get dicked by my buddy Ben. Please contact me. I will get you his information ASAP. Or you know what? If you want to get dicked by me too, I'll do it too. Okay. As I always, guys, I love you so much. I care about you guys so much, and you are just the most important thing to me. I just want to be clear about that. <laughs>